1: You're listening to Puma Podcast. Hi, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast and you're listening to Teka Teka News. In this episode... In Iloilo,
0: of course, uh, the Inasal is my favorite. And then yung um, KBL, because they originated KBL as well. This is like uh, Kadios Baboy at Lanka. Uh, you, you see people eating lapas bachoy on uh, during merienda or lunch or late merienda in the afternoon or dinner you know and um you eat it with i don't know no, with puto ito yung mga pagkain na parang there's a lot of uh, chinese influence there's a lot of uh, malay influence and then you have like certain words like caldo ito yung soup which is uh, spanish and then uh, it's traditional, and at the same time, it's contemporary. Tapos meron siyang chicharon, may lamang loob, tapos meron siyang mga may bone marrow.
1: In the heart of the Philippines, nestled in the western Visayas region, lies a city that has recently earned global recognition. You might have missed this news, so let's talk about it.
2: Iloilo is the first Philippine city to be designated as Creative City of Gastronomy by the UNESCO Creative Cities Network. We are very proud of this achievement. This is not only the work of the city government alone, but a community effort together with the Iloilo City Gastronomy Council, consisting of the public and private sector, the academe, national, and national government agencies.
1: You just heard Iloilo City Mayor Jerry Trenas. He was talking about the city's recognition as the first ever Philippine city to be named a UNESCO City of Gastronomy, which it had been vying for for two years now. Our UCCN journey was a
2: product of a series of sectoral and multi-stakeholder consultations, workshops, and webinars During the last two years, focus was given on critical aspects of agriculture, food and beverage sectors such as ingredient production, health, nutrition, distribution.
1: The joy echoed throughout the community, they say, a shared celebration for an achievement owned not by a single person or group, but by the entire city. It's called the city of love for a reason, after all. So how did they do it?
3: Having Ilonggos on the table, rather, is quite an interesting uh, experience, no? Whenever we have visitors, in fact, we, we would often think about not so much as what they're going to see, but where are we going to take our visitors? Um, while we do have uh, dishes or signature dishes that are named after our districts, like Pancit Molo of the district of Molo and La Paz Bachoy of La Paz, no? But we do have uh, heritage cuisine that dates back before the Spanish colonization, he just heard Eric Divina Gracia. So in terms of, you know, some dish, uh, while it's typically Filipino, but there are some dish that uh, we take pride as ours, you no, know, like our own Inasal or our own, our own take of uh, KBL or Kajus Baboy Langka, you know, with our, our starting agent, But one, you know?
1: As part of the team that vied for the recognition from UNESCO, Eric says numerous consultants and collaborators played pivotal roles in preparing Iloilo's bid for the City of Gastronomy
3: we were able to come up with a bid that would best represent the city. Um, We listened to the researchers talk about um, our heirloom recipes. We listened to the chefs about how they're elevating gastronomy. And so with that mix, we were able to come up with quite an interesting bid of who we are as a city and how gastronomy is is in the heart of that identity.
1: He says a lot of it has to do with how uniquely positioned Iloilo is with the sea and mountains both accessible within the Panay Island. The easy farm-to-market roads all around help too. Eric himself is an example of this. His background isn't in food, he is actually director of the University of San Agustin Little Theatre.
3: When we created the bid, they asked us, what story are we going to tell? Come up with a video that best represents our gastronomy without it coming as a commercial, without it coming as an instructional manual, but rather as a narrative of who we are as a people and uh, the character of our gastronomy. So I think as artists, we're able to capture that in words, um, in, in narratives, and in visuals. The food that we have is not just food because it's delicious or it's delectable, but it's something that brings the community together. And so we also realize that the story of food is a story of the community coming together.
1: Upon their designation, the cities selected by UNESCO will be tasked to collaborate with the broader network in strengthening their resilience against climate change, inequality, and urbanization. After all, almost 70% of the world's population is expected to live in urban areas by 2050. More than just the economic and tourism benefits, Mayor Jerry also says he hopes this changes the way we look at food here in the Philippines. Here he is again.
2: It is hoped that a greater understanding of nutrition and food quality and handling will ripple to education, development, investments, and access to opportunities for both the private sector and civil society. As all eyes are now in Iloilo, we will expand our gastronomic programs and services to further strengthen our stature.
1: We're pausing for a quick break. Now, when we return, we'll tell you about what makes Iloilo stand out among other popular food cities.
2: Indeed, Iloilo City has laid the groundwork through innovation where food reinforces abundance or bugana, in our language, as manifested in policies, infrastructure, and value chain.
1: Again, that was Iloilo City Mayor Jerry Trenas. From the freshness of ingredients sourced from the sea, river, and mountains, Iloilo's cuisine embodies a unique blend of tradition and innovation. There's a lot that goes into preparing Ilonggo cuisine, where the main ingredient is love, shaping dishes that represent the soul of the community. But what they bring to the table stands out in more ways than one.
0: May mga traditional Ilonggo food, no? like, like yung binakol. Binakol ng manok sa butong. Yung sa ilo-ilo kasi, they love to use uh, native chicken, no? yung dumalagang. A uh, Very tasty yung ano no, yung binakol ng mga ilonggo kasi it has lemongrass, tapos may mga aromatics like onion, ginger, tapos yung chicken na ginamgamit is native, and then meron siyang buko tsaka buko juice, and then this is like your soup-based.
1: That's food scholar Igueramos. I reached out to him to ask what it is about Ililo cuisine that makes it stand out in a country that's known for food. Think about the other food destinations we have, from the rich and savory flavors of Kapampangan cuisine, to the spicy gata-infused dishes of Bicol.
0: Kasi uh, merong events sa before yung Festival. And one of the things that I really enjoyed was when I went to the market, it's called Lapas Bachoy, no? So this is like miki and noodle soup, and then it has a very, very uh, complex flavor kasi beef shoulder, may pork, may liver, intestines, may knuckles, you no? Know? Pork knuckle, beef knuckle, you no? Know? And then uh, Yung know? uh, the paste, of
1: Speaking of the festivals in the City of Love, guess as the recognition has a lot to do with the city's distinctly indigenous character. That comes from the melting pot of cultures in the city and the way the local government values each one. Kasi kung
0: mo yung, ano, no, yung contemporary Ilongo cuisine it's a a mixture of different cultures no so you start with the uh, ancient Visayan tradition of fishing and foraging and then you have you know the use of different souring agents uh, notably batuan and then uh, how that thing developed over time when the colonizers came no the Spanish and they really left uh, a mark, no, because uh, they established all these churches in Iloilo. Ilo, so they develop yung um, convent cuisine. So you have all these like fiesta traditions. And then at the same time, you have a very, very strong Chinese presence.
1: But at the end of the day, it's not just about food, as Eric Divina Gadasha explains. Because the bottom line for him, was leveling up gastronomy as a way to improve the city economically and also pursue sustainable development goals of the United Nations.
3: The city is a UNESCO city of gastronomy. So in other words, it's not just simply you have the best food or you have the best cuisine because that is really quite contentious, isn't it? For the Philippines, you know, everybody would say it's theirs, you know? But it's really about uh, whether or not food or gastronomy in general is used as a catalyst for, uh, a creative catalyst for development. For example, um, do we have enough food to address the issues of poverty? What are we doing? What are the creative steps, for example, in order that we can address the
1: urbanization? Since 2004, UNESCO's Creative Cities Network has rounded up cities all over the world that view creativity as a key strategic factor for sustainable urban development. What are we really using gastronomy for?
3: Because definitely it's not just, you know, the best food, but it has to be about development, how to address the issue of urbanization in the next 50 years. So I think, I think that narrowing the gap, no, was we were able to uh, eventually uh, make the bid successful.
1: Eric and Ige both agree. A food scene is more than just the people that prepare and consume food. Kasi ano yun eh, uh, it's a very complex
0: uh, program. They have a very, uh, very, very good programming when it comes to food systems. Uh, first of all, the urbanization of Iloilo did not really uh, destroy the food systems that they have or the food traditions. One, one thing in particular that I really enjoyed in Iloilo is they actually have an architecture for gastronomy your architecture for gastronomy is actually enhancing urban development together with the gastronomic systems.
1: Iguess says it's possible for gastronomy not to be a distant, elitist, and abstract idea, and Iloilo is proof. They have five markets, an ecosystem that's well taken care of, and an appreciation for their heritage. And don't palang, uh, pag meron kang very strong maritime tradition. Doon po
0: talaga yung mga spaces where food can be studied. And doon pa natin matatrace yung connection ng uh, gastronomy and trade. And these are like one of the most important spaces that you have to, to know or, or study if you're talking about gastronomy. So it's not just about the food. So you have like traders from, from all over Southeast Asia. That port, the port of Iloilo, actually connects us to the
1: Maritime Southeast Asia. It connects us to to Spain, to the Suez Canal. Think about their River Esplanade or their seaports where anyone can fish. These are spaces that cultivate the culture of food, he says. They
0: make it so democratic that the food is so accessible, uh, whether you're rich or poor, you can access that food easily. And it's the accessibility of the food that makes it uh, very, very important. Because, you cannot just like come up with uh, a series of uh, recipes Now, let's say, uh, at traditional recipes, uh anbawa, what the other province are doing. But sometimes, it's already dead or it's no longer practice. Hindi na accessible.
1: For the city government, the UNESCO City of Gastronomy designation signifies a commitment to using gastronomy as a tool for holistic city development, and addressing various aspects from the environment to the economy. Here's Iloilo City Mayor Jerry Trenas again.
2: Our being a creative city of gastronomy means a lot to us. It's truly a big boost in our promotion as a livable, sustainable, and resilient city. We see doors of opportunities opening for Iloilo city in terms of tourism, employment, and livelihood, and
1: also investments. And that was today's episode of Tekateka News. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Marco Silian. Our Tekateka News executive producer is Jill Caro, and our senior editor is Veronica Uy. If you found this episode useful, share it with a friend. Help Tekka News reach more people and keep the show going. Thanks for listening.